Now, Craig, uh, we're going to get you to give us the background to this uh, in a moment because there's growing pressure on the government to support South Africa's move at the International Court of Justice, which alleges Israel is committing genocide against Palestinians in the Gaza Strip. The Social Democrats brought a motion on that today. It became quite heated and indeed emotive at times, as you'll hear here, the member of the Public Accounts Committee and Sinn Féin TD, Imelda Munster, Sinn Féin TD for loud, should I say, Imelda Munster, uh, normally flip in her position as a questioner and inquisitor on the Public Accounts Committee becoming emotional here in the course of that debate on the Social Democrats' motion on Gaza. The horrors that Israel have been committing in Gaza since October are frankly indescribable and I think I speak for most people when we say that we watch TV screens and we actually can't believe what we're watching, the utter barbarity of it, but also the fact that nobody's doing anything to stop it. Um, the civilian population of Gaza have been subject to the most depraved, indescribable bombing campaign in modern times. Excuse me, are not satisfied with bombing babies and children and women and other civilians in their bed, killing over 25,000 people in just over three months. Israel has destroyed the hospitals and the entire healthcare system in Gaza, ensuring that there is no help coming for these people. And that was uh, Sinn Féin TD for Loud, Amelda Munster, speaking there in the course of that debate. Craig Hughes, how did we get here with this motion? Because the government had a motion of its own to preempt this yesterday and many of the same arguments being exercised today. Uh, the Social Democrats kicking it off. What was in it? Yeah, so the Social Democrats' uh, motion, it, it quite lengthy, but it, it, I guess it, it noted the devastation in Gaza, you know, the 100,000 Palestinians, um, uh, sorry, the, the level who have been killed, the, the 85% displaced, it went through the levels of malnutrition. And I guess it, it pointed to the Genocide Convention and said that, look, no armed attack, including October 7th, could ever justify um, what we have seen um, in Gaza so far. It went to call on the government to support the South African efforts uh, to stop the genocide and to in, in, and to, to join the South African case with immediate effect in the international um, uh, cr- criminal court. Um, now, I, I, the government's position on this has been: look, we want to wait and see uh, what 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 the uh, kind of in, interim judgment is on that. Um, and while the Social Democrats and other speakers were, were critical of them f- for waiting, we now know this evening that we're expecting that on, on Friday. So perhaps the government were were wise to wait and to see what those initial findings were going to be. Right. And the wording of the Social Democrats' uh, motion was that the government would express its support for South Africa at the nearest possible opportunity. And as you say, <clears throat> that's going to come along quite quickly. There was some uh, back and forth argument about uh, the role of the Hamas's, Hamas's attacks on the 7th of October within this motion. I think... Uh, the the Thornister, uh, was critical of it yesterday. It it does mention uh, the Hamas attack. It says that uh, no armed attack, as you say, mm. even a heinous attack. This is the wording of the motion involving an atrocity crime like the attack by Hamas on Israel and the taking of hostages on the seventh of October, twenty twenty three, can ever justify or provide a defence to or breaches of uh, the geno- genocide uh, convention. The Social Democrats took some umbrage that they were being accused of ignoring that. Yeah, and then I think if you go back to the government motion, they had included. And there's, um, you know, for example, a full release of hostages as well, which wasn't mentioned 
mentioned it all in the Social Democrats motion. Um, but I think you're right, it did get quite emotive and, and heated on, on both sides throughout the debate. Um, but actually, the, I think one of the most interesting uh, observations I found was was from uh, the Labour Party's uh, Aon O'Reardon, who kind of put pressure, used it to put pressure on Sinn Féin and the government at the same time by saying, look, that, that Ireland should really question whether they go to the White House um, and support and, and, and be you know, on good terms with the American administration who, who hasn't gone far enough. But they also said that Sinn Féin shouldn't be going over cap in hand fundraising to the US um, at the same time. All right. OK. Um, Timmy Dooley, the government said uh, it's, it's hasn't set its face against supporting South Africa, but said now is not the time. Friday is decision time. How, what call would you make on it? Um, well, there's a process here that must be followed. Um, this is effectively a court of law rather than uh, some kind of a ringside where it's, a, you know, you're just looking at a headcount. The two parties to this particular case, South Africa and Israel, are going through a process before the court. There will be preliminary findings. And it's at that stage that other countries have an opportunity on the basis of a legal argument rather than a political argument at that stage. I think there's very little between the parties in Leinster House in relation to the politics of this and the desire to see uh, an ending to the slaughter of men, women and particularly children. I think that no one has a monopoly on compassion or resolve to sort this issue. But it's how you follow the international procedures that are there. Um, and I think there's been an element by some, perhaps, to play politics, and that's fine, that's, that's the game that's, that's there, uh, to somehow suggest that the government aren't committed to trying to bring an end to uh, the slaughter of men, women and children in the Gaza Strip. Um, the government have been really strong uh, in the political fora in trying to build a consensus at European level, which has been slow and difficult and arduous. And right from the start, we were looking for um, a humanitarian ceasefire. We, we, we weren't in the majority when that process started, but we're getting there and we're building through diplomatic links and contacts a greater understanding of the necessity um, for for that cessation of violence from a humanitarian perspective and getting access to Gaza for with the kind of, you know, services that are required for the people that are under, effectively under siege. All right, but the European Union position has uh, gone as far as looking for humanitarian pauses to allow aid go in, but not a ceasefire. Now, it doesn't look like there's much prospect of <clears throat> Germany shifting its position. It's come out indeed against what South Africa has done. The Austrians, Czechia, Hungary have all backed the Israeli position. So what are the chances of getting consensus at EU level? And in the absence of getting that at EU level, <coughs> is there an argument for Ireland to come out and support South Africa in another form? And I think when you read, when, when, as I said to you, when the preliminary findings are made, that's then when the legal argument... The political argument is difficult at European level, as you know, and you've identified that. But there are there are there are two separate processes here. The legal one is the important one, and that's based on legal presentation uh, and legal argument, and it's done, as I said, in 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 a court. And and Ireland have have shown and had form in this as we did in relation to the uh, Ukrainian um, Russian. Uh, situation which was before the court previously. Um, I think it was in March of 2022 a determination had been reached on preliminary findings and by September we had a legal position, um, a well thought out legal position um, where we then submitted that. And I think that's what's required here. It's not just about putting your hand up, I'm on side. This isn't a battle between who's on whose side. It's about following a legal process uh, and sometimes that's lost because we're used to the more political aspect. Uh, Rory O'Murdoch, Timmy Dooley's argument there is the International Court of Justice 
justice is a court of law. No amount of political solidarity is going to influence the carefully considered verdict of a court of law anyway. Let the, let, let the process take its course and after the issuing of the preliminary judgment, Ireland will make up its mind whether to become a party to any further action. Even following all of this, no matter what finding the ICJ makes, there's every possibility the Israeli government we're dealing with doesn't listen and doesn't pay attention. And if it's given absolute backing, um, that's what looks like what will be the case. Now, it will put an element of pressure on it. It also highlights, like the fact is you're talking about the ICJ, which was, you know, you're talking about the Genocide Convention, which was formulated on the basis of the Holocaust. Um, but like, let's be absolutely clear. You already said it. The US and Germany have just backed straight away that they will back Israel in its defence from South Africa. If you talk about what Trokora and Kiva the Barra have asked, it is just that this date would say explicitly that we support South Africa. I think at this stage that what has happened this week has been useful in the sense initially the Taoiseach just straight out said we are not in support of what South Africa is doing. At this stage, we're now talking about a process. Now, the fear is obviously time. If we're talking about Friday, I think a lot of people will be happier. We just need to make moves. The fact is... You talk about the European Union. I, I, I even spoke recently uh, at a European event, uh, COSAC, it's, it's, it's a meeting of EU affairs committees. And if you were to listen to the Germans, if you were to listen to the Czechs, well, I wouldn't hold out much hope in relation to consensus. I have no issue in relation to working for consensus. But the fact is, some of those people will just state explicitly um, that they are backing Israel, good or bad. And we need to have a case of we need to back the Palestinians on the basis of I think the last figure I saw was 25,700. That's probably old news at this stage. And 70% of those people are uh, children and women. You know, the ratios are absolutely abominable. And that's the reason... But that's according to the the health ministry in uh, in Gaza. That's it. But in fairness, I don't think that anybody at this point is disputing those figures. Like, you look at the pictures that are coming out of uh, Gaza, even... If we remove the the issue in relation to the fatalities oh, no, and the I'm, injuries, I'm, 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 we're I'm, talking I'm about a complete destruction of property. Who is actually, yeah. what is it going to be afterwards? It's probably going to be what Israel oh. Katz is, and they'll talk about artificial islands. It's, it's, it's all that. That's, it's that's the Israeli Hitt. foreign minister speaking <clears> at uh, the meeting of the European uh, Council meeting of uh, foreign ministers that you're referring to his remarks there. Uh, Pala Tobin, there's kind of been an implication, if not an, an outright accusation uh, at the government. There's an element of, uh, of political cowardice in terms of the, the stance they're taking um, on this and, and somehow acting in bad faith by using strong words in the Dáil and then not acting accordingly at international level. But the Attorney General on the 22nd of February will be speaking at the International Court of Justice on a motion that was passed uh, at the UN General Assembly, which subsequently made it to the International Court of Justice in 2022, on the legality of Israel's occupation of the Palestinian territories anyway. So it's not like the government isn't prepared to act on this. Well, in fairness, that, that, that is uh, because of a previous issue. It doesn't pertain specifically to the uh, current war uh, against Palestine by Israel. Uh, I think what's happened by the government is the government has this instinct where it seeks to outsource <coughs> its foreign policy to the European Union and you know th- there's no legal or uh, treaty reason to do that actually foreign policy is still a national competency and you know it, it just shocks me to think that the government are so slow uh, in terms of acting in relation to this the enormity of the humanity Why do you say they're outsourcing the foreign policy to the European Union on this because 
you know, Ireland differs greatly from some of the founding powers of the European Union on this. For sure that the Irish government have been stronger than other European countries on this. But Timmy even admitted that the focus of the government is to seek some kind of consensus in terms of the European Union in how to tackle this. And and as you rightly questioned back, there is an in, it is impossible to seek a consensus currently within the European Union. They're at sixes and sevens. And worse than that, the actual European Union are distorting Ireland's foreign policy on this because Ursula von der Leyen has been going around the world, you know, uh, pledging support to Israel uh, and not seeking ceasefires uh, when, she, when uh, they were necessary, uh, etc. So, like, all, all I'm saying is that we need action. Right. And there's a number of yeah, steps of action that the government can take I, I, at the moment. And backing South Africa is a very clear step okay. to, to, to look for uh, yeah, a, a ceasefire. With respect, I think you're quoting me out of context. What I said was that there are two aspects to this. There's the political uh, route, which Ireland have been really strong in trying to convince other European partners about the validity of our argument and, and how we think it should be addressed. The court action is entirely separate and we've made it very clear and we have history in relation to how we address this. You just don't go to court and say... I'm with that side or I'm with the other. You go in and you make a, an appropriate legal argument based on the facts. And the facts haven't been established yet until the preliminary findings no, are, are there. So, so other country, that, that, no other countries have joined with um, other, South Africa. Other countries so the opportunity have, other countries have backed. Other countries, dozens of countries have backed South Africa. But they haven't in, joined them in, in, in this particular... No, no, well, but, but they, they have clearly, they they have clearly backed. Right, one voice and at a time. And I think the and point that's the difference. Is, yeah, I know. And the point, Ireland hasn't. The point is, the government have made it very clear that based on legal argument and on a legal submission the decision will be taken when the facts are established in relation to the preliminary case so if you can't wait till Friday that's fine but the government has a responsibibility to follow uh, the rule of law and the Palestinians can't wait let the Palestinians come back I want to go to no 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 just let him come back so you're saying the facts aren't established in terms of what's happening in Palestine at the moment you're saying that that's not true no but you say you're waiting until the facts are established by the court case no, no, just the preliminary findings. Well, no, Father, I mean, in yeah. fairness, you, you wanted to come to clarify his position. Yeah. Yeah. So and clarify I've clarified his position. the position. It's in but relation to, the, to, to, the, to the, the preliminary findings, and it's on the basis of that that the government no, will right. respond. But what about and that do you take issue with? Please don't this Father. notion that somehow right. you could bring this to a cessation right. if Ireland jumped on board. Right. Father, no, no I one believes that. Finish your point, and Rory O'Murdoch, I'll come back to you on this. I absolutely agree for an action to be taken, there must be a decision by the court. But it's absolutely plausible and right that countries would support an action being taken if you so if you believe that the action is just you can actually support right. that and that okay. the, there's right. no that, that incompatibility point Rory O'Murdoch you want to come in yeah no if I think if you ask anybody on the street they will believe that Israel is involved in a genocidal slaughter so they will say straight out yes we should support South Africa the legal process is absolutely fine and I would agree with an awful lot has been said, uh, said as regards the difficulty in relation to getting consensus at a European level. Look, Ireland alongside Malta, uh, Malta, Belgium and Spain sent a letter to the European Council the, requesting yeah, the, a ceasefire, just a ceasefire. And all that happened was a single line that spoke about a substantive debate happening on the Middle East. Therefore, if we can do some sort of deal with some number of European countries, even some beyond that, in relation to something substantive. We should do that. That's right. to support the Palestinians and to put pressure on. 
and see if we cannot get any support in relation to that. Well, first of all, you support the South Africans who have taken an action and then beyond that, you take the actions yourself. Right. Whether that's the, the Occupied Territories Bill, the Illegal Divestment um, Settlement Bill. The recognition and, of Palestine. Exactly, and the recognition of Palestine, which, you know, programme for government, we just mm. need to see it. All and right. if we can the, do the, it with the, others, the, fine. I, if I'll, we can't, we have to do the right okay. thing. I, I'll put this story. There was a lot made of uh, on the opposition benches in particular today of South Africa being uh, a shining example to everybody else in, in taking this action. Father I just want to put to you that the International Criminal Court, there was a warrant for Vladimir Putin's arrest. Cyril Ramaphosa would not answer whether or not Vladimir Putin would face arrest when he landed in South Africa for a BRIC summit. He was ambiguous on it and then it became moot because Vladimir Putin didn't travel. South Africa has engaged in joint military exercises with both China and Russia. So the idea that they have a morally superior foreign policy that Ireland should be following is surely questionable, no? Well, first of all, like I'm not coming to this debate, you know, arguing the point that South Africa is a shining light. Uh, South Africa has significant problems. There's no, I'm no saying that, that point was made. I just but want the, to get your but, stance but, but, on But that. the point is for us is that we have a clear injustice happening uh, in Palestine at the moment. We have a clear systemic a deprivation of the Palestinians in terms of safety, in terms of, of hospitals, in terms of electricity, in terms of water, in terms of food. And that correlates directly with the language used by the authorities in Israel that they were going to do that. And that the deaths that are happened are not accidental deaths. These are deaths that Israel has accepted that are going to be collateral damage of the actions that they're taking. And that if you have a situation where there's 1.9 million people displaced currently after three months of warfare um, by a government, you have to take into consideration that the, it is the government doing it not by accident right. but on purpose. <clears throat> and there's no debate about that. I mean, it's very clear. Politically, I, I have but no I'll problem saying that what the actions of Israel uh, amounts to genocide. Uh, that's a political statement. However, for, for it to be adjudicated... No, but, but please, for it to be adjudicated in a, in, 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 a, in a legal setting, you must follow the legal process. This is going to take a number of years to establish that, regardless of who's on board from the start. But would Ireland so have been better off initiating a case like this, given that what I've just you know, outlined there in terms of South Africa's foreign policy stances, do Ireland not have an even more neutral position that would be more respectable in terms of pressing uh, that case? And, and why uh, didn't and Ireland ha- do it? I, well, well, I can't answer for that, but I'd have no problem uh, if, if Ireland had taken that stance from the start. South Africa uh, jumped the march and have began the process and others, I am sure, when it comes to the detailed legal argument will join and I expect and I hope that the Irish government will be in a position uh, to co-join others see, uh, at this the approach. I have a problem no, to no, no, look, let Rory O'Murdoch in here on this. No, no, look, right, well, well th- we, that was obviously would be very, very welcome but I, but I think um, you, you got it right and, and one of the things that Trokera has put in front of the government is that they should, the government needs to carry out its own assessment in relation to whether genocide is going on here. And obviously anything in relation to that would benefit in relation to any case that's going to be taken. But I don't think there's anybody who's going to go up and say it makes any sense not to say we support South Africa. We see what's going on. We know that it's genocide. We are, or even if we don't see if you want to say we, we, we believe that what is going on is an absolutely desperate slaughter and the thing we can do in relation to in an interim basis calling for a ceasefire um, is putting this to the ICJ This uh, we, we welcome that South Africa is also doing this from a point of view of stopping 
a genocidal right, slaughter. Craig Hughes, you want to come in yeah, on this? Yeah, I think the difficulty that the government has on this is the ju- juxtaposition against the way they reacted in the case of Ukraine. I mean, completely different. And then the point was made in, in the doll today that what, why isn't the doll being lit up in, in the Palestinian colours as it was for Ukraine? And, and, and simply the actions don't stack up in the same way that the state acted in, in, in both regards. And, and the answer really is um, the global political s- s- uh, dynamic that, that Ireland finds itself in. I mean, you know, when, when, we, when they can't even go as far, and you mentioned it, um, to recognise the state of Palestine simply because they didn't have European consensus on it, I think yeah. it shows you the difficulty in which they find operating in that space. All right. Yeah, uh, and just uh, one brief right. point on this, because there's a contradiction of what uh, Timmy's saying here. Timmy's saying that he believes it's genocide. South Africa bringing a case to say it's genocide. But Timmy doesn't think Ireland should actually back it until it's actually the court makes a judgment. Now, how nuts is that? How can you say on one side that it is genocide, but we're not going to back a, a, a court case? Uh, well, he made a distinction. No, 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 he said he's entitled to make a political statement yeah. saying he believes it is genocide. I'm, but I'm sure, is, is that political uh, statement not um, influenced by the facts? Do you think the Taoiseach should go to Washington, by the way? Because I, I think that people before Prophet, uh, Paul Murphy was in on Saturday, on the Saturday programme I present as well, and said that absolutely they, they, the government should not go and shake hands with Joe Biden given the weapons that have been provided by the US to Israel. I definitely think that the Irish government starts should leverage its relationship with America. Uh, I do believe that we should be talking to the Americans in relation to putting as much pressure on them to uh, stop writing a blank check for Israel's actions in Palestine. But don't, but don't boycott I, the, the shower. I, I, I wouldn't go to that point straight away. Okay. I Rory, wouldn't go to that Rory point Rory straight away. Do you think, do you think um, the Taoiseach should travel and, and let, talk to Joe Biden on St. Let's Patrick's be absolutely day. clear. The US have always had a brutal policy and have been wrong on many issues, but particularly in relation to uh, Palestine. So on some level, nothing has changed. The thing that has changed is obviously the actions of the Israelis are on a level greater than we have seen before. And we all have a fear in relation to how this ends up and unfortunately Benjamin Netanyahu and everything he says nearly reassures you um, that this certainly isn't going to end in the nice talk around a negotiated settlement and a two-state uh, solution um, <coughs> that the European Union at times toys with. Um, so the fact is there is one entity in this world that can move the Israelis and that's the Americans and as bad as they have been. We need to engage. We need to ensure as much pressure as possible is put on them. Not entering a room doesn't put someone under a lot of pressure. And yeah, the Irish government has greater access than than many, many countries with greater size and greater power. And that absolutely needs to be used to all degrees. Now, that also means maybe there should be engagements with pro-Palestinian progressives in America and, and other actions such as that. And it is a matter of eventually... Eventually, we hope America will decide to do what it did in the Irish peace process and be a force for good. Now, it's far from that at the minute. And we look, right. and the fact is, I get why people are angry as they provide a blank check okay. and I weaponry. Want, I, I just want to bring to, to the final word, and this goes to our colleague Paul Cunningham, who's reporting that the Social Democrats' motion, as amended by the government, has now been passed uh, by the dawn with the majority of uh, 71 to 58. I'm not quite clear of what those uh, amendments were, but presumably the government counter motion. Is uh, is is the substantial amendment to that? So uh, that's gone seventy one to uh, fifty eight.